Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, toys, and more, passing on the faith through proven play-based learning. Catholic mom designed, Catholic kid approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more and check out our new free Valentine's Day cards and printables. Today we'll be telling the story of St. Paul the Apostle, who actually has multiple feast days. He is celebrated on June 29th along with St. Peter, and also on January 25th, which is the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Paul was born around the year 5 in Tarsus, which is in modern-day Turkey. Paul was born to a very devout Jewish family and was given a great education at the school of Gamaliel. He was an intelligent and devout Jew, and he persecuted early Christians. But Paul had a conversion experience and went on to become one of the most well-known figures of Christianity. He traveled widely, helping to grow the early church, and 14 books of the New Testament are attributed to him. About half of the books of Acts are about Paul's life and works. St. Paul is also known as Saul of Tarsus. It was common for Jews during that time to have two names, one in Hebrew and one in Greek or Latin. St. Paul is the patron saint of missionaries, evangelists, theologians, and Gentile Christians. Now it's time for our story. Dust swirled behind the horses' hooves as they rode down the dusty road to Damascus. The sun beat down on the group of traveling men who had come from Jerusalem with a mandate issued by the high priest. They were going to the Syrian city of Damascus, looking for Christians. The most notorious among them was a man named Paul, a Pharisee and a well-known persecutor of Christians. Paul wanted to destroy Christianity. He despised this group of liars and fools that had broken away from the traditions of his people. They had to be stopped. He put his hand to his pocket and felt the paper inside. He had direct orders to seek out, capture, and bring Christians back to Jerusalem as prisoners for questioning. The punishment that would follow would be their own fault. They deserved what they got, he thought to himself. Looking up ahead, Paul could just make out the shape of the city in the distance. They would be arriving soon, he thought. But without warning, a bright light surrounded him. It was so intense and sudden that he lost his balance and fell from his horse onto the hard dirt road. Paul screamed from the intensity of the light and covered his eyes, but it didn't matter. He could no longer see. He had been struck blind. As he lay on the ground, blind and in pain from the fall, he heard a voice speak to him. Paul, Paul, why do you persecute me? Who are you? Paul cried out to the voice. I am Jesus whom you are persecuting, the voice replied. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. The men that had been traveling with Paul had stopped and gotten off their horses, shocked at what had just happened. Even though they hadn't seen anything, they had heard the voice too, and they were speechless. No one was really sure what to make of what had just happened. They were close enough to the city of Damascus that they led Paul by the hand the rest of the way. Paul's colleagues took him to the house of Judas on Straight Street. But Paul was traumatized. He had no idea what to make of what had just happened to him. He had come to Damascus to find and persecute Christians, but now he found himself blind because a voice, and not just any voice, but the voice of Jesus, 
told him he was persecuting him. How could this be? Was it possible that Paul had been wrong? And what would happen next? He was blind, confused, and afraid. His whole life had just been turned upside down in a single moment. For three days, Paul lay in bed, not eating or drinking anything. He could not see with his eyes, and he could not see a path forward in his life either. But Paul prayed. He had believed he was doing God's work in persecuting Christians, but maybe he had been wrong. Help me, Lord, he prayed. What do I do now? God answered Paul and told him that a man named Ananias would come and heal him. So Paul waited. In another part of the city, God spoke to Ananias in a vision. Ananias, the Lord called. Yes, Lord, Ananias answered. Go to the house on Straight Street, the Lord said, and ask for a man from Tarsus named Paul, for he is praying. In a vision, I have told him you will be visiting him. You will lay your hands on him and restore his sight. Ananias paused. Uh, but Lord, I've heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come to Damascus with authority from the chief priests to arrest Christians. But God replied, go. This man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Ananias obeyed the Lord, and even though he wasn't thrilled to meet Paul, went to find him. He entered the house and found Paul lying in bed, blind and weak. He walked up to the bed and laid his hands on him, saying, Brother Paul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately at those words, Paul could see again. It was like scales fell from his eyes. He sat up, hugged Ananias, and asked to be baptized. After being baptized, he ate and drank, regained his strength, and began his new life as a Christian. Paul didn't waste any time and began to tell everyone who would listen about Jesus and how he truly was the Son of God. People were shocked. Wasn't this the guy that came from Jerusalem to persecute Christians? And now he was running around telling everyone that Jesus was God? It was the same man, but he was changed forever. Meeting Jesus on the road to Damascus had changed everything. The story of St. Paul reminds us that through Christ, anyone and everyone can change. St. Paul, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time! Ha, 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 ha,